Oh yeah, what's going on? It's the Film Drunk Frogcast coming at you not live from the Frog Quarters in San Francisco. That's where I am. L.A. Matt is in L.A. Squib. Woo! I'm in my car. <laughs> <laughs> He's in his car. Uh, the grumpiest man in podcasting, Mr. Brett, is also sitting across from me. I'm endearingly skeletal. <laughs> and then there's Brendan. Yeah! All right. Um, you guys. What if we captured you crashing live on broadcast? I, I thought about that exact thing. I was like, I don't want to die on this podcast, but at the same time, where else am I gonna die? You know? I mean, you give, you've given every, everything else to this. I might as well, yeah. Yeah, your health, the, your the sanity, final, your skin flakes. <laughs> the final royalty-free song. <laughs> Don't talk about my skin flakes, bro. <laughs> sorry, sorry. So this week... Forgiven. Oh, it's, it's what? Forgiven. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is, is going to go real well. It's going to go in smooth already. People, people love the nonsense. Already, already is the best podcast of the year. It's like he's right here with us. Like it's coming out of a tiny tin can. <laughs> Just a tiny tin mat. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fan favorite to have people call in on their shitty cell phones in their cars. We got Laramie coming by later to do a list, nice. which is everybody's favorite, Everybody except is. for us. Um, <laughs> and this week we thought we thought we'd do a theme. We're trying to do some more themes. We thought we'd do yeah. Frogcast the reboot. We're adding structure. It only help. took us three hundred episodes. To yeah, have. I mean, look, you know, it's like a Malcolm Gladwell thing. Once you do ten thousand hours of podcast. Uh-huh. Someone begrudgingly uh, should we try? Question mark profit. <laughs> so, so this is an onboarding. You get on board. I hate that word. Get on it? board. Our fun boat. I guess, but how is that a useful word? It's Usually, a, people say they use it in place of hiring, and it makes me murderous because, like, there's already a word. So oh, we onboarded a bunch of new people. We just throw a ramp. Week. You throw a ramp over the curb so you can wheel yourself up it. Get up on our curb. I mean, I it, believe the distinction is hiring is actually going, recruiting them, sending out an offer, getting that back, and onboarding is the process once they start of getting them up to speed. Setting up the email. Yeah, onboarding is when they show you all the HR videos. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. When, when, when you're onboarding, you gotta be like, all right, here's our, our anti-harassment policy. Uh, here's our anti-racism policy. Okay. Oh, I just... hey, hey, you, you guys want to see how fast I'm going? Listen to this. <laughs> loud, huh? Yeah, it's loud. So we're onboarding, but how does how does the theme relate to the onboarding? The, oh, the, so the theme is reboot. Right. We're cutting off the the prep, preposition. What's the article? The? Article. We're yeah. cutting. We're article free. We're going uh, instead of the Fast and the Furious. It's just Fast and Furious. Uh huh. Or fun. Phew. And we were inspired by Stranger Things, partly. Uh, Love lo- that, dude. Netflix is chill. I was watching that. I was like, I gotta watch all of it. <laughs> Did you watch all of it? Yeah, I watched the entire thing, beginning to end, man. All right. So before we get into it, I did want to. <laughs> I did want to, you know, as we onboard. 
As we onboard new listeners. Yeah. Well, first of all, we got a packet for you. Um, uh, shout out. Thanks to, for sticking with us out, this far. Shout out to Patreon sponsor of this week's episode, Kara F. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's broadcast or patreon.com slash broadcast. Also, thank you, Kara. Kara, we all appreciate it over here live at the broadcast <laughs> in the Brock Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> Where well, we are, except for LA Matt Squib. <laughs> Uh, okay, so um, we don't have a previously on from last week, but I did have a clip of Matt's latest character. Okay. So actual Matt, you're not going to be able to hear this. So you're going to have to be quiet for a second. All right. I just like, heard. Jack, jack off in front of people. I yeah. have heard. Guys, are we fucking that's different. Are we? F- we were talking about uh, Louis C.K. Who, who is here? It's, it's Bobby it, Hacker. Shut it's Bobby Hacker. Laughing? Shut up, Matt. <laughs> it's Bobby Hacker, Joseph Clinico, me and Matt, and we were talking about Louis C.K. So okay. that's the that's the okay. context. Fucking up our careers right now. Because <laughs> <laughs> if that's the case, um, Louis C.K. absolutely has never it. done this. Yeah, I, I I have never ever heard secondhand from people before <laughs> the dude, thing. I thought, you were talking about, I thought you were talking about Luis Siquez, this Hispanic comic. <laughs> yeah. Oh, not the... Oh, okay. Luis Siquez! I am from Spain! What kind of comedy do you I mostly do a fake bull fight! That's really cool, dude. I pretend the mic is a bull! And I stab it with it Stool. Oh wow, that sounds People good. say I should do other way around. <laughs> true, like, I am from Spain. What is uh, beeping? I think that's you hear uh, that was so perfect that Joe's fucking watch was beeping throughout like the best segment. Oh that they are they're just a delight. Yeah. How was it? It was good. It was real good. You did real good. Yeah. You did good, Matt. I tried to uh, laugh during it, so it seemed like I was bad. <laughs> Thanks. That's good. Little Tin Can Matt liked the segment. So Stranger Things. Stranger Things. How does this relate? Uh, it's nostalgia, right? It is. Oh, well, here's the thing. Like I kind of heard that it was nostalgia porn, uh-huh. and so I was ready to hate it. Uh-huh. And bringing, then I, bringing I things didn't. back up, dredging them up from your past. Yeah, like I think mm-hmm. it definitely plays on that nostalgic level, at least in the way it's shot, but... Wait, are you saying you 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 didn't think it was a perfectly targeted '80s? Like it's made for me and people like me. Probably people a little less sour, but it's See, uh, it's us. It's our generation. I, I, like We're the don't don't everybody turn off all at once. But I don't give a fuck about Goonies. Like I don't yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Um, like anybody that's like getting this nostalgic about like ET and shit, don't really care. Yeah, I saw Super Eight. I thought it was fucking stupid. I love the Goonies. Yeah, I know everybody does. Yeah. I just don't. I don't really care. Like I, I don't. I feel neutral on Goonies. I love that movie. But then I, but th- I feel like this is operating at a level where it's like that aesthetic, but it's mixed with Lost. Yeah. So here's the question: uh, If you're gonna go for so uh, on paper, like you could not describe this series fast enough to me to not have me walk away. <laughs> right. Like it is so everything that I hate about everything, mm-hmm. and yet uh, still really liked. It. I thought the second episode was like really flat and. Kind of like, what is friend? Right. But I mean, there's, it's, uh, I feel like we've gotten spoiled with TV where it has to be really good art. Whereas, you know, five years ago, if it's just interesting enough to hold my attention, that's a good TV show. And I feel like this is 
is more than interesting enough to hold my attention. Plus, there's stuff for me to complain about, which is always good. Yeah, the little bit, a little bit rough edges. Yeah, for you there's to like stick you know, on. they got a kid with a lisp for yeah. no reason. Yeah, uh, like a really bad lisp. And he that has, kid like, was tied. What he has a disorder. The best character in the show. I know. And then, yeah, and then he has so a maxillofacial disorder. Right. So then, I, then I have to feel bad because he explains what his maxillofacial disorder is, like mm-hmm. in the middle of the show. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, great. And he's also interesting and fun. Yeah, I thought is they he, did. Though? Yeah, I thought they all did a good, a pretty good so job. Don't even finish what? Oh, you watch the whole thing and you tell me who the number one character is besides Eleven. I feel like the black kid's a really good actor. Yeah, yeah he's he did good. a good job too. They all, I mean, yeah. He's all right. He's all right. I mean, he's a good, he's a good actor. He's all right. He's not that other kid, though. I mean, that other kid is like he's missing teeth and shit, and oh uh, man. Do you think we could get like a like a Siri or a, what's the Amazon one, the Echo or whatever? Fire. We could just have Matt in our kitchen, and we could be like, "Hey, Matt, how do I make a casserole?" And he's just like, "I like that one kid. I think he did a good job. I want to be friends with him and live in his house." <laughs> I'd settle. I'd just settle for him singing Ragdoll right now. <laughs> Are you not on a hands free? Are you cradling it against your shoulder while you're driving? I'm driving right now. <laughs> That's illegal, damn it. No, I got uh, headphones in. Oh, okay. That's. That might be illegal, too. And, and you now. still press the button somehow. What button? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can you give us a little bit of Ragdoll? Please? A little bit of what? You know. Ragdoll by Aerosmith. Just a little bit. Oh. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. Is you guys were the ones who knew the song. I remember this. Ragdoll, living in a movie. Hot damn. Yeah, rag- Daddy's little cutie. Yeah, I don't just make it up, man. I need I need this. <laughs> Fucking wing this is it. what you do. You make up songs. Wing it. Once it's time for royalty-free jam, then I'll do some acapella shit, blow your fucking top off. Okay. But until that point, we're talking about stranger uh, things. Yeah. He's gotten really polished now. Uh, yeah. L.A. Matt. He, I, I mean, He's got a whole character. As, as mean to him as I have been, I have to admit, well, he is on like- point. Do the nostalgia pimp thing with uh, with nerds, where it's like you're oh, yeah. you're a nerd too, right? And I watched that. And I'm like, no, man, I wasn't a fucking nerd. I don't want to watch these <laughs> yeah. nerds being nerds all the time. <laughs> Fuck this shit. I'm throwing football. Weren't at you? Him. Weren't you like these kids playing D and D, or like the weird guy who takes pictures of people? All right, I kind of was like yeah, the you, weird guy who took pictures I mean, of people in the house, bit, yeah. but I wasn't wasn't the guy playing D and D. I was definitely related more to that, like. Uh, that guy taking pictures. I never took pictures, but I wanted to fuck it bad if he wanted to fuck. But, uh, that girl was, is like fly as hell. But she furrowed her brow most of the show, and it got annoying because uh, I was like, you're going to ruin your brow. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Did and
Uh, yeah, there is. There is some <laughs> truth. <laughs> there is, he's really owning the, yeah, la- the phone got, communication. Uh, there is some truth to that. Your face will stay that way. I got them shits. It's so fucking hot, though, dude. She got a little bird body. No. Like, oh, you, I just wanted really to feed skinny. her a sandwich, yeah. like punch through to the cupcake dimension and yeah. get her yeah. a little snack, a little hell yeah. snack. You know her like her bigger friend likes that chick though too. She seemed like she was she was like thick, um, <laughs> and I I kind of felt like that was a really real moment when she was like, "I gotta go upstairs and fuck this douche," and the friend was like, "Was like don't," and I was like, "Dude, I, I was that thick girl for sure." You were the thick girl. You yeah. <laughs> don't. Yeah. And the only reason I would say don't is because I was like, "No, you don't get to fuck, and I don't get." To you know that's fucking it hurts it hurts when that happens yeah we were the we were the dry dick duo you can't go up there and be like, what was your no. friend what, yeah. what was your friend who was the scumbag which one the one who ratted like, you like out scumbag? the bitch the bitch oh, fucking nick <laughs> nick? nick yeah fuck that fool where is he now dude where is he now fucking hell dimension getting eaten by a space monster you know you know what matt i heard someone else i god i wish i could remember there's someone else from a different place i think it was bobby someone else brought up a completely different person having uh skittles and someone ate skittles out of her pussy what someone else brought up is that that <laughs> yeah. Is that like a Richard what? Gere gerbil thing from childhood where it's like, oh, dude, Becky, Becky Ellerton. She got. No, I mean, her, her name was Valerie. They walked in and the dog right? was eating I, peanut butter off her pussy. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, I heard, obviously, I heard about people licking peanut butter off their pussy, but like that, I think, is just a thing. Where instead of sucking Skittles out the pussy, that was like a new like uh, revelation when I was in middle school. I was like, that's perfect. Yeah. Um, so in, in eighth grade, I was friends with this guy, John Prince, who is, uh, kind of like, uh, definitely like the, the school delinquent a little bit where like, yeah. he broke through a window at one point. Um, he, he put his, he put his pencil like in the hole, you know how the, the, those plastic chairs had that square hole in them. Mm-hmm. He put his pencil yeah. through that and Clint sat on it and he had to go to the hospital because he, cause he. You know, he broke off the pencil light in there. Jesus. And there was this one weird girl, and uh, she would always put a, a, a jacket over her over her lap in class. And, yeah. And John Prince was convinced that she was she was fingering herself. Yeah. <laughs> and so one day in class, oh, he also used to do the same. We had a teacher who was pretty cute, our eighth grade teacher, Mrs. Hubert. She was she was pretty pretty good looking, and like. She would Fuck bend. Yeah. She would bend and bend down. <laughs> she would bend down to get something, and he would like pretend like he was fucking her, and then and then I would be laughing my ass off. Like I'd be the only one to see it, and I'd be laughing my ass off, and then she'd like pop up, and I'd have to like go to yeah. the principal's office or something. Mm-hmm. That was just like standard. I jump. was just taking pictures. It's for art. <laughs> yeah. I just want to fuck real bad. <laughs> that was that was standard John Prince maneuver. And then uh, one day in class, like he sat in the front so he could you know do bad stuff to Mrs. Huber. And uh, and in the middle of class, it was like quiet reading time or something. He runs toward the back, does a commando roll, and rips <laughs> rips the jacket off Amy's lap and goes, "See, she's fingering herself. <laughs> I told you she's fingering herself." Was I'm, she? Not, I'm not really sure. I mean, she kind of looked like she might have been. There's mm. no way she was Thank fingering herself. That guy's just an asshole. So I think did, it could be both. Did he double as a school delinquent and the school horny guy? Yeah. Yeah. yeah more or less. 
We th- yeah. those were separate in my school. The horny guy, he would just <clears throat> when the teacher turned around to like write a math problem on the chalkboard, he would stand up and do pelvic thrusts. Except they were very exaggerated, <laughs> where his arms would completely <laughs> extend over his head yeah. before the elbow motion that, that went you know with the equal and opposite yeah. pelvic like motion. He's, like he's putting on like a novelty helmet. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But it was like a one. full body. Yeah. Arms went over the head. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. it was good. Mm-hmm. It was really good. I also remember in art class in second grade, this, I mean, he was born horny. In second grade, I remember we were like sitting under the tables, like screwing around and he grabbed a pen and he wrote sex on his, on the soles of his (laughs) shoes. Yeah. Yeah. That's the sex part of the shoe. Second grade. When I was in seventh grade, everyone was playing suck and blow on the quad. Uh, But I wasn't. Uh, and then when, that, when everyone was done, the, the card that they used, the card was just on the floor. Oh, uh, no. And I picked it up and I smelled it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and the dean, or like some sort of vice principal, caught me and I had to explain. That, like, no, I didn't play. I was just smelling. <laughs> 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 that was the worst. <laughs> The only thing worse than being caught as like the guy who's getting a hand job in class is like the guy who's not even getting any action and he's like, Oh yeah, I was just uh Yeah. I'm like the guy who's just like uh who's just licking the remaining foam that's stripping off. That's what that's like. <laughs> just kissing the bottle. Just, it's not how you play the game. I know it's not how you play the game. I'm just so alone. So Stranger Things Good. feels it feels like LA a- traffic, baby. I'm talking like we're, we got some uh, uh, sunshine. Yeah. Are you, gonna, are you gonna get out and do some man on the street interviews with people about Stranger Things? Dude, maybe. Uh, you give me uh, some, you know. You know, give me money. <laughs> So I think it's a combination. I think it's less nostalgia pimping and just sort of a synthesization of of freaks and geeks, Lost, and like Amblin movies from the eighties. Yeah. Do you think it, it? Yeah. Do you think it benefits from being a boring premise so that it can shine in execution? Like shit, like Gladiator, uh, fucking the town, things that are yeah. like bland as fuck uh-huh. on paper, but just kind of handled. The well. drop. Have you seen the drop? Uh, yes. Pretty great, right? Yeah. I watched Gladiator like last week. I'm like, man, this movie still rules. What? What? You just saw Gladiator? (laughs) (laughs) Again. Oh, again. Yeah, that makes more sense. I don't know. Gladiator's great. I don't know if it's that it's like a a simple premise uh, makes it, like, makes the execution better, but I think. I think, like, if you can have some distance. I forget if I was talking to Matt or Joe about this, but I was thinking, I was like. I feel like if I was doing somebody else's jokes on stage as a stand-up, I'd be much more yeah. charismatic. Like, yeah. I would, I, like I would. You shine in the performance. I would have, I would have cognitive distance from the jokes. Whereas when it's myself, I'm still, I'm still like re-editing the jokes uh, yeah. as I'm yeah. telling them. Yeah. So, so I'm like re, like I'm reliving. I'm I'm questioning the jokes as I'm telling them, and I kind of yeah. think there's probably something similar like that. Where if you do something that's really genre, where you're like, I'm gonna do my take on this thing, you can you, like you have that much more room to add flourishes and think about all the execution. I'm all about sympathy for the drivel now. I think it's like if if you can make it bland and then make make it shine, Ooh. it's like watching a craftsman operate instead of an artist. And I like that shit. I like factories, and I like watching people make tables, and you know 
like mundane shit uh-huh. super well just but do you think perfectly it's, executed but do you think it's really i mean i haven't gotten i'm only like four episodes in i feel like it hasn't revealed its secrets is it simple or is it just um it's pretty straightforward or is it just meticulous like it like a slow burn kind of thing i could have i could have if i were worried about like plot and shit mm-hmm. i think i could have called it by the numbers at the time that it happened and it mm-hmm. still was like i'm fully entertained and invested emotionally like it's doing all this, this shit right mm. it's nice to watch yeah it looks pretty i I uh, I thought it was going to be shitty, too, um, because everyone liked it so much. And everyone uh, everyone just kind of, like, creams themselves over these, like, Netflix shows and whatnot. Yeah. And I always, think, I always think some are good, but, like, a lot of the ones that people like, I'm like, I fucking hate. And, uh, or, or I just think they're mediocre. And I'm like, why is everyone watching yeah. this fucking mediocre show? I watched the like, first Matt- episode of House of Cards, and I was like, I can't watch it. <laughs> it only gets worse. I mean, they, oh, they, I do declare. I like it. I like, I'm looking at the camera like and the, I'm talking about what's happening. Is, yeah, yeah. I like the first season and then the second season not so much, and the third season. Like, I think okay. I started to check out when he like started spitting on the Jesus yeah, statue. Yeah, like, I was like, all right, yeah, that's a little on the yeah. nose. Uh, but yeah. in, in terms of mediocre stuff, I think you're basically talking about the night of. Have you guys started watching the night? I don't of? think I'm gonna. Fuck you, bro. That shit is dope. You don't know shit. No, about it's shit. not. It's got the Don fucking. all day. I want to see everything that happens. It's in that got show. the cop who listens to opera, and then like, there's so many jailhouse sta- sages that also box. Has there ever been like Man. a jailhouse sage that didn't box? Vince, you act like I'm not a basic bitch. Yeah, act that's like true. I'm not, yeah, of course I'm gonna love that show. Plus, it's got the the eczema foot, and it's like <laughs> he's, he's the only one who like knows about like my eczema pain that you go through. Yeah, and like the trials and tribulation. I feel like uh, he's he's going through a support group, which is kind of I've never seen that, but mm-hmm. I can only imagine that that exists. Of course, it does. It's painful. Skin issues are undercover, like the worst thing yeah. that can happen to a person. Is- so Matt, I'm yeah, curious. I have debilitating back pain. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, the back pain's right. I said I have debilitating back pain. But guys, guess what? <clears throat> I learned what? something. Uh, well, if this book is to be believed, I, I found the cause. What book? A book I read last night. Oh, is it about where it's all in your head? Yeah. Uh, apparently, I've been suppressing uh, massive amounts of white hot rage. Oh. That's what uh, isn't it? is that the guy that Howard Stern always swears by? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Howard Stern Wait, always what? Howard Stern <laughs> always used to say that he had like debilitating back pain, and then he found this guy who says it's all in your head. But how do you treat that though? Guy, uh, yeah, you just think about it. it. You just think about the, the rage. Well, it's like you, you kind of are supposed to do the equation in your head and go like, okay, well, this isn't real. It's just because I'm fucking really angry right now. Hmm. Interesting. Also, OxyContin. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that works. Mm-hmm. Do you think yeah, that's... That shit helps. Do you think that's why my dick's so hard in the morning? Like, I'm just, like, suppressing all this rage, and then I just want to, like, just want to go out. my dick's hard in the morning, too, every morning, but I never want to, like, I never want to have sex in the morning. I always just want to come. <laughs> You know what I mean? How does explain? Wait, but but uh, okay, because sex uh, takes a lot of work. You know, like you gotta like uh, you gotta do all this work, and uh, and I'm too tired to do all that. But my dick is hella hard. So like, so I I like to masturbate in the morning. But when someone's like, let's have sex, I'm always like, we're gonna break up because of this. <laughs> <laughs> because we're our sexual clock. 
don't match here, and that's going to get on your nerves. And, you know, I'll do it sometimes, but, like, I hate it. Yeah. I, I really hate I it. I kind of feel like girl. every girl likes to have sex in the morning, every it seems. Every girl likes to fucking fuck in the morning, bro. <laughs> and it's like, I'm so tired of, like, being the, the lumpy fucking tired dude. You know? Yeah. And it's fucking bullshit. Yeah, and then... And I don't know. I just feel gross. Like I have the morning breath mouth, where I got like, like slime, yeah, slime all over I'm my like, lips. I got all sorts of dry skin on my face. I'm like, don't look at me. <laughs> and like, I feel insecure. And meanwhile, I'm like, uh, it takes me a long time to to come in the morning. Yeah. So like, so half the time, I, I mean, I'm just faking orgasm, you know, because I'm like, you're not gonna want sex. Right. This long. Yeah. I one time did have someone, uh, this, this ex-girlfriend of mine, she was all right. She, um, she did the, she went down on me in the morning. Mm-hmm. And that was, uh, but <laughs> I also told her, I said, you don't, you don't have to, I won't, I probably won't finish. So you don't have to. And she did anyways. And that was the only time that ever happened. <laughs> That's the only time you've ever been happy? No, that that ever happened. I've been happy before. Okay, okay. Oh, uh, all right. So what is a trial of eczema and what is a tribulation? Like, what do you, what are your, what do we, do, what do we not know about having a, having a debilitating skin issue? Well, for me, it's not debilitating, but it's like, there's number one is there's the insecurity of it. I mean, he's got it worse because it looks like, I mean, he's like scratching himself with a, with a fucking, you know, chopstick and shit. And like, he has to like air out his feet. That, that's like, that whole thing looks horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas I just have it like on my neck and like, you know, like near my armpits and shit and like something on my back and, you know, uh, and on my leg. But, like, uh, most places I can cover up except for my neck. Uh, so, but when, it's, when it gets real down my neck or face, then I don't, I don't want to go outside. Sometimes I want to put on makeup. I've talked about this before. And I know makeup is not good for it. It makes it worse. But I also, like, sometimes I'm like, I just want to be able to go outside and not feel ashamed. What do, you so, think, what do you think you did to make God hate you so much? Dude, I've done so many. I've thought about that question a lot. Is it the card thing? Is it because you kissed the card on the ground? What? Is that what did it? Yeah. What? The, the what thing? The, the card. The card kissing. Kiss, the kiss, you kissed you kiss the second the, blow card yeah. after it was on the ground, like you, a weirdo. I mean, that, that's one of many things that I've done wrong or weird in my life, and I, I honestly just think, um, you know, uh, Eastern European Jewish uh, uh, inbreeding is a cause. Uh-huh. Also, the the Irish have bad skin too. I think. I don't know. Maybe not. Uh, Irish fans call in to let us know if that's true. No, that's true. That's true. That's true. They have lots of moles. Well, it's it's fair. Jesus gave you that mole. It's it tends to be fair. So any any imperfections are going to be highlighted. Yeah, yeah. You know, and there's a lot of moles. Like Scandinavians are like Scandinavians are just. I've also noticed, like, oh, you're, you're touching your skin again. Like my my. He's making your skin look like shite. My grandparents are, or uh, my um, godparents are, like, you know, straight off the boat. And when I when I'm with them and like their extended group of family and friends, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like 
it seems like as you get older, like if you're like the old Irish guys, they just have like scabies, like you Liver just spots. get scabies. Yeah. Oh, really? Or, or just just yeah, some weird, gross. Well, I was red, gonna say flaky skin condition. I was gonna say there's a lot of shared Scandinavian and like uh, Irish uh, English genes, but English people are definitely like the same level of fair as Scandinavians, but Scandinavians don't have like the moles. Oh, they're so beautiful, the Scandinavians. Yeah. Your doc, your doc came from the boat. Boats are, Jesus says boats are a sin. Yeah. He said it's going to kill him. <laughs> it's going to kill your doc. Jesus, Jesus punished all of the Irish, but let the Scandinavians to live in freedom from the skin rushes. Um, it's hard to try and hear with the accent. I, I just like imagining you in the car. I am in the car, man. It's fucking great. Just shouting an accent into into the void. Yeah, I'm just in a parking lot. No, I'm not. So I'm usually good at like living in the moment in these shows uh, and just you know like enjoying John Turturro's debilitating skin ailment. But I, I have to say, like the third or fourth time, he's like scratching his foot with a chopstick. I'm like, all right, where's this gonna go? Like, he's either gonna heal from the skin or or not heal and neither neither of these exci- outcomes are, are especially exciting it's to me check off check off exactly i think it's gonna be great i love i love watching that show uh i'm very interested to see where it goes um but i also i'm, I'm very basic i'm uh, I, I like if it looks if it looks good then i usually like it and it feels like true true crime. I don't know if it is true crime, but it feels like true crime. It definitely feels like a, a serial, like a... Yeah! It was in, yeah, yeah. inspired by serial. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, so do you guys want to... Go ahead. I said apparently James Gandolfini was supposed to play John Turturro's part. Oh, I like and John Turturro he, in that part a lot. Yeah, and then, but then, and then he died, you know? Is there anything you wouldn't prefer John Turturro... That's do? true. That's I a mean, real name good point. one role that's that you real, wouldn't like to see him. That's in. a real good point. I think, yeah, he's so good. I think that's a super basic show that has good cinematography and fantastic acting, and so you're like, "Well, I'll watch this. I'll yeah. see where it goes." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're probably right. Mm. So, do you guys want email or do you want sympathy for the revival? Sympathy for the drivel. No, but you you said sympathy for the revival originally. No, but I changed it because drivel sounds more like that's devil. That's true. That's true. So this is what we're trying to st- we're trying to be positive about so, prequels. Yeah, on uh, on the same kick since we're doing themes now, it's uh-huh, that you uh-huh. have to you have to uh, think of prequels that actually help, like things that make things better. Yeah, or or you know reboots like Mad Max Fury Road, good example. Mm-hmm. All right, but that's a I didn't want that. That's and when a sequel. Told that's me, a straight sequel, though. No, nah, it's like uh, it's mythic. It's not. It's just sort of around in the same idea space. No, it's it's a, not a. He doesn't know. There's no timeline. It's like yeah, somebody told is. you a I bunch of. Like, tell us, Matt. Uh, uh, they should do a reboot of the Star Wars prequel. That's actually a really good one. Yeah. I would. Yeah, that's a pre prequel. No, did they just, just reboot the prequel? Oh, okay. Just try to make them kind of good. Just try. Like, <laughs> yeah. Any, yeah. Anybody, just like. And then we could start all, all over. We can shake my, you know, my life experience. We could shake my life like a extra sketch <laughs> and erase knowledge of the existing prequels and then have new ones. So you're thinking that, like, new prequels would change your entire life? Like, it would be like a butterfly effect? Like, you maybe... Yeah, because then I, I could be like, those other ones never happened, you know? 
Maybe maybe true. instead of Nick the bitch, like you were gonna gonna get to do the second blow with the people dude, on the playground. Dude, Nick never got. You think Nick got to do second blow with everybody? No, no Josh, Josh did. <laughs> Tyler, uh, I think Michael did. I didn't. And then, oh man, all the girls are so hot. <laughs> But I mean, are they still? I feel like the the worst thing that can happen to a person is to be really good looking and cool in like fifth grade or sixth grade. Oh yeah, it's the worst. Yeah, yeah you're right. You're right. That's true because then they they never get past a certain point. Whereas like I I I aged well like a fine wine, and now you know I'm just like I'm dr- literally drowning inside of pussy juice mountain. Uh-huh. It's like uh-huh. a vol- it's a volcano of juice. Trapped in Pussy and, Mountain. And the only way that I cannot drown is to drink it. <laughs> I had a friend whose balls dropped in like fifth grade. Yeah. And was like shaving every day in sixth grade. Mm-hmm. And he was like the best athlete and like all that kind of stuff. And then <clears throat> and we all thought he was like the best athlete. And then it just turned out that he had developed like three years before any of us. Yeah. So by the time we got to high school, like everyone else had caught up. And we were pretty close in like middle school. And then we weren't as good of friends in high school. And then like... At some point after college, we ran into each other, and he's like, "Hey, remember that time in seventh grade? <laughs> like, oh. You poor son of a bitch! Like we're we're like twenty three. We're not even that old. We're we're not Uncle Rico yet. And like you're Uncle Rico. Uh, I'd like to reboot it all. <laughs> yeah, it's like." It's like when I'm in jujitsu class and there's never any like big guys in there because when you're like big, you don't you don't worry about like having to defend yourself. And I kind of think that's the same thing with puberty in like seventh grade. Like if you if you're already getting poontang thrown at you when you're you never learn to hate fuck the, saying the word poontang, but you know I'm just you kind of slid right in there. Right into just, it. Yeah. yeah, as long as we're sounding like our dads. Uh, <laughs> if you're just getting you're just getting that poon thrown at you. You never, uh, you never have to work very hard. That's true. If you're already the best athlete, you're not, you're not, not running suicides. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's too bad, man. Cause like, uh, you know, I knew some really hot guys in, uh, in middle school and like now it's like, I don't even, I don't even know what happened to them. <laughs> Wouldn't it? They're, they're like, probably, do you- the, there was that video. There was that video that Joe sent us of the the blonde woman who had actually like, she'd been on The Apprentice or something like that, and she sang. She was uh, uh, marketing her new Murphy bed. Oh yeah, Murphy, and she did the really racist song about <laughs> yeah. take Chow down to Chinatown. Yeah, yeah. I oh, want to be ninja. Yeah, and the the, the the my first reaction to that is this is a person who's just always had big blonde hair and so therefore has just never been told like that's not funny shut up (laughs) right i played i played uh flag football with this dude i forget where he went i think he was like byu or something but he was like this six foot four six foot five dude with just like flowing flowing mane like super good looking super tall and athletic and had clearly been like the best athlete in his school for his entire life and this dude was just like the biggest asshole not only was he like a huge asshole, but just like zero personality. Like you couldn't couldn't really string a sentence together, and you're like, oh, yeah. you're used to everyone just like dancing for you, and you like you're used to being the guy who the sideline reporter asks questions to, and so you've never had to 
like work on relating to other people because everybody already just like wants to be around you and sort of soak up your aura so you never have to do anything it's like when you uh when you really need someone not like matt he had to develop this like sparkling personality because everybody was so repelled by his eczema exactly. and mustache and voice and voice and oh, general demeanor. I didn't always have the mustache. I grew the mustache. Oh, okay. You, 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 so that people would like me. Mm. Oh. Inter- interesting. Interesting strategy. Ever since the mustache, dude, like my life is it's like a one eighty, completely yeah. reversed. You know, like uh, and not only that, but like I've been tall for a long time. But no one was fucking with me when I was tall, and and, and then. All I had to do was, like, just be comfortable in my own skin, which mm-hmm. is hard. So I got steroid cream <laughs> yeah. to, help, to help me be more comfortable. And uh, and really, you know, I'm really, I'm glad that the first time that I had sex wasn't in seventh grade with Valerie and that instead Daniel Rivera sucked the, the skittles out of her pussy. Because <laughs> yeah. if that had been me... Like, who knows what my personality would have been? I, I could, oh, instead of this awesome personality that you hear before you, uh-huh. people, I would have been like, I'm going to have a piece of shit, you know? People would be like, oh, not him. People would be like, sing this royalty-free song. You'd be like, nah. <laughs> and I, yeah, I'd be like too cool for it. I'd be like, nah, dude, you know, I have, uh, you know, fucking dignity. But not this dude. This dude got no dignity, dude. It's not to dance like that manky. <laughs> You, do you think we could kickstart someone to go up to Jared Leto and tell him that all the things he do, the, all the things he does, are super fucking dumb? Just like hand on the shoulder, yeah, yeah. full eye contact. <laughs> Everything you do is super fucking dumb, guy. Like all of it, none of it's good. All of it's dumb as fuck. Jared Leto. Oh yeah. He like yeah, he doesn't do yeah. anything that's not just like poorly informed and then he's so happy about it because he's dumb did you see the, oh. the, the yeah. pictures of him today where he's like he sees he's oh, at a, so they good. caught him at a fascist yeah. oh yeah yeah, Brendan, yeah. yeah. You, you go ahead and explain it brendan yeah. i mean we got to paint a picture because yeah. we're on radio here no you do it <laughs> me yeah, you, you don't do mean it. it's that no, i'm doing that would you describe it as a smock? Like it's like an artist's apron? With so there's pictures like a, of Jared Leto at a fashion show. And or like a got, Paddington coat, like the little bear. It's yeah, like it's a, a Paddington, Paddington coat. It's like a Paddington, Paddington meets coat. Peter Pan. Yes. Kind of yeah, thing and it's got on. weird sleeves, right? Double breasted. Yeah. It's yeah. Du- no, I think it's single like, breasted, right? He's like a no, small. two rows of buttons. It's oh, like a okay. small Netherlandish child. Right. Or Dutch. Either way, no, either not, way to say that. I will never. I, I'm not. I will never that use term. that slur. Okay. Uh, and, and, and there's a picture of Jared Leto with some guy wearing it on stage at a fashion show. He's in the audience. And Jared and, Leto's in the audience. And he's looking very excited. And then there's another picture of him wearing the same thing at the Suicide Squad premiere, mm-hmm. which is uh, really good. I guess if you're just Jared Leto and you're always getting photographed, you can actually have photographic evidence of of the day you got the idea for something. Yeah. He he's dumb enough to where I think it might be a ploy, but then immediately cancel that. I go, nah, man, he's dumb. He also doesn't, he's, he's so dumb that he doesn't have an idea that doesn't like manifest itself as like a new tattoo or like a, yeah. like him dying his hair. Or he can't not do it because he's right. never learned any self control because <laughs> yeah. everyone has always encouraged him. He's also, I just realized in this photo, he's dressed like, um, like, some like fashion, asshole. yeah, like an asshole, but some fashion idiot's interpretation of a skinhead. He's got docks with white laces. <laughs> He's got like bleached and torn jeans, but they're cuffed really high. Yeah. 
yeah. then he's got like a bomber jacket with like a big that looks like a fucking Laverne and Shirley jacket. Yeah. There's like a big curse well, of hell. Bomber on jackets are in, but what? Uh, how is, would you describe the guy next to him with like the mesh? Butterfly sweatshirt yeah, on. I've... He's like he's like Robert Downey Jr. in fucking Tropic Thunder. Yeah, is where yeah. he's yeah. But but like, I feel like less smart than that. Yeah yeah yeah. Because like Robert Downey Jr. in Tropic Thunder. He was the art the art. The yeah he was like the he was like Daniel Day Lewis yes, kind of yeah the method actor yeah and yes. it kind of bugs me because Jared Leto. The <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Was that Matt? I think we'll take them to the Peachtree Dance. Get a little liquored up. <laughs> you liquored up? Yeah. What kind of liquor do you drink at the Peachtree Dance? Oh, it's mostly peach fermented liquor. <laughs> uh-huh, okay. It's not the same when he's it's not, not here. It's not. He can't get the guttural uh, drag. The um, president. The girl. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> I love. Jer- I like. I like how the reboot is just Matt as a robot cursing at us. And <laughs> right. I in a tiny, this. in yeah. a tiny soup can. Yeah, it's yeah. Um, so I loved Jared Leto's career arc before. When I don't know if you remember, he did that movie about Mark David Chapman with Lindsay Lohan, mm-hmm. and he yeah, it gained, was his "I Am Sam" moment. Yeah, he gained like sixty pounds and like ruined his liver, and the movie was just such a terrible flop. And it was just funny. It was perfect watching someone. Who wasn't super smart or talented? Try to do the things that Daniel Day. De- yeah, does. it was the best part. Yeah, and then he's just like he's giving it his earnest all, but like his earnest all is so misinformed. <laughs> yeah, it's you just, know, yeah. it's, it's just like, like oh yeah, it's like when they, uh, it's when the, it's when the other guys at the beginning where the Rock and Samuel L. Jackson jump off the building because they believe <laughs> yeah, yeah. for whatever reason that they'll make it through, and it hard cuts to funeral. That's Jared Leto all yeah. the time, and I love it. Or I was gonna say it's like a cargo cult. Uh huh. Yes. Yeah. Very much so. He's like he's there like <laughs> yeah, he's exactly. there like carving a satellite dish out of bamboo like yeah. hoping that he'll yeah. get a supply drop and thinking he's so clever he's yeah. like yeah he airplanes is. you heard of them it's yeah. like lights camera Jackson like he really understands the trappings of the thing but he doesn't quite understand like what the thing is like uh-huh. he's got he's got the Hawaiian shirt and the being on TV uh-huh. part uh-huh. down but not the actual uh, you he's, know like he's hollow and the, the resonant properties <laughs> of his of his shell are delightful he's like yeah. a bongo drum of a man so. I'm just very Isn't happy. Isn't it crazy how appropriate <laughs> it is that he was in Fight Club? It's kind of weirdly appropriate that Ex- he was in Fight Exactly, because he is sort of the... Uh He's the ersatz Brad Pitt, you know, like Brad Pitt yeah, was there yeah, yeah. being everybody's ideal, mm-hmm. and then Jared Leto comes in and it's like, oh, he's he's the Hydrox Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. I am also Bradley. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and so I love that. And then Dallas Buyers Club came out, and then he actually was an A list actor, and he like won an Oscar. Ugh. And and I didn't. I kind of liked him in Dallas I, Buyers I, Club, I still haven't seen even it. though. Like when on paper, that's another one on paper. It's like, okay, yeah. Matthew McConaughey couldn't win an Oscar for all his amazing roles. But as soon as he was a straight guy who died of AIDS and saved a tragic transgender played by Jared Leto, then he gets the Oscar. Yeah. You got to check the boxes. I mean, it was all pretty, that's like the super Oscar baby for sure. But I mean, Jared Leto was put in that. The problem is, is I remember someone else was, should have won. I forget who, it's but me. it was someone better or me. something better. Well, the, the problem with Jared Leto is like my bar for Jared Leto being good is that I don't want to. I don't want to push him downstairs. I'm like, oh yeah, wow, that's true. Like he true. he must really be acting there if he was not a super annoying to me for five seconds. Yeah, that's true. 
Dude, I loved when he got his face punched in, though, in Fight Club. I felt like they, they, when they cast him, they were like, okay, we got to cast a guy who, like, you just want to beat the shit out of him. Yeah. And then they cast him, and I was like, well, that's just good casting. You know? It's the best, the best casting. Yeah, they couldn't have, like, cast that better if they, you know, if Miles Teller had been full grown. Mm-hmm. Now, I would also like to see Miles Teller get punched in the face multiple times. I hate his face so much. <laughs> so much. Who's Miles Teller? Face. I'm entertained by his face. Uh, his <laughs> face is, uh, no matter what he's doing, it's funny to me. Who's Miles Teller? He looks to me like a cocky ass fucking rich kid in my high school whose parents were in the big. That's what he looks like. What, to was, me. His, what was his first name? Dude, probably Josh. <laughs> yeah, Josh. Miles yeah. Teller's the guy from I Whiplash. Getting, I was getting a, and... a Mark vibe. A Mark? Yeah. He does look like yeah. a Mark. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. He, You're right. He's in the His Diversion series. He's in That Awkward Moment, Whiplash, The Spectacular Now. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen him, I don't know why. Movie. I don't know why we're doing this. I don't really watch movies. All right. Well, th- uh, there you go. Did I tell you? Do I tell you how I would w- reboot Godzilla? How was would, that on Twitter? Was I again? just talking to myself? You're going to reboot Godzilla again? Yeah, I do Godzilla, and then make the entire thing about the politics around uh, trying to blame Godzilla on the opposite political party. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Like it's this this Godzilla's happening, and it's kind of going on in the background. Like he's on screen or whatever, yeah. doing Godzilla type things. My opponent. Yeah, my opponent spends all his days apologizing to Godzilla, uh-huh. and it's going all just, around the world yeah. apologizing for Godzilla. It's all about the political lockup that results when you have a Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> you heard the beeping, and now we're all laughing. Everyone's laughing. Well, guess what? This is a 2,300 Honda Civic I got for five thousand dollars. How many miles did it have on it? 21,000 miles. That's good. That's good. That's, uh, that's good. That's like buying a new car for $5,000. That's like $400 per mile. Yeah. I don't, exactly. think, I don't think that checks out. Dude, I got to take a shit so bad, <laughs> but I'm not getting off the phone, so you're just going to have to deal with it. Yeah, you, you can't. We got another 18 minutes before Laramie comes on. Uh, speaking of which, you guys want to talk uh, fucking Naked Gun? Because he... He did the bathroom thing with the microphone. Boom. Oh. Segway. Suck my dick. I think Brendan does. Brendan yeah, Brendan made us. That was your uh, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Okay, shut up. Okay, shut up. Okay, shut up. Okay, shut up. Okay, shut up is the segment where we all watch a movie that one of us won't stop talking about, but the others have not seen at least in a while, and so they can shut up about it. Mm-hmm. Brendan, what did you think? Did it hold up? Uh, yes, it still holds up. Uh, unlike uh, Matt Lieb's reception. What is he doing? Um, I think he's in a bathroom. Uh, is that the, the blow dryer? I don't know. I'm not in the bathroom yet. <laughs> he's, got a, he's got a Dyson snowblower. Uh, yeah, it still holds up. I think 89, I believe, uh, was the year it came out. Mm-hmm. And man, I there's not too many movies that make me laugh harder. Um and especially now that I've seen it however many fucking times I've seen that movie. The the scene uh, in the beginning with OJ. Yeah. Uh, I will give the, the extended over-the-top slapstick of the back and forth. Yep. The, the, I was going to say, that's like, the first belly laugh yeah. scene yeah. in that the movie. Paint, is, the paint on the shirt was like, you know, that was like, that, <laughs> the that's, face yeah. in the cake. Oh! oh. oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, it's so good. Uh, I just, I love that movie. I could just watch it on repeat. I've always said, so I'm a sort of a connoisseur of the spoof movies, and I think that like Zucker Brothers at their peak are better than Mel Brooks. Like Mel Brooks is very campy, and there's always like a musical yeah. scene, and I feel like Zucker Brothers, they, it was super silly, but also super deadpan. Yep. Yep. I, uh, I, I don't want to. I don't want to sad you guys. I don't want to sad on you. That's all you do. Is I know, but like, I, I really like, I really like the, the joy uh, from Nick. <laughs> Actually, this will segue. You got to record that. This we will... need to know the code. This this will segue. There was, there was no code. This will segue because uh, I I believe I've told the story before, but it bears repeating. When I was in third grade, I watched that movie. It was life changing. That week in class, I thought about the scene where he's at the uh, press conference and mm-hmm. leaves his mic on and pees, yeah. which happened in real life, by the way. Finally, it happened at like a town yeah. council meeting. But him peeing and like doing like da, 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 and then like farting at the end is so amazing. It still makes me laugh. But I laughed so hard, completely unprompted. In third grade, I got sent to the principal's office because you're thinking we, about that. Yeah, scene. we were just sitting in class and I was bored, so I started thinking about that scene. And I couldn't stop laughing. Yeah, I got sent to the principal's office that's my commitment to fart humor uh i don't i don't think i'm i i need it more refined it's not fast mm. enough for me now I, it's like, not fast enough yeah for it's about the speed of the jokes like it's not extreme i want my slapstick like hard cut like clockwork orange pornography montage style now oh. like i like the parts that i liked about it like the car scene spectacular i thought the car the whole car the chase where he it's his own car and it's ro- is rolling away from the airbags, oh, yeah, and yeah, he's shooting he at it. <laughs> and then he, yeah. Did anyone get a good look at the driver? And then he casually like shuffles <laughs> off. I thought that was really good, but like I don't need the middle parts, and I I don't need the like the the visual like the giant condom stuff. Really? Cause yeah. I, I was watching that thinking that. Like even aside from the joke density, like the plot actually works. No, like, I don't the want plot, the plot. I need Tim and Eric. I need Tim and Eric. I mean, I like Tim and Eric. I, that's like the logical progression. I can't go back to that now. Like yeah, I am a different uh, person than the person who could have enjoyed Naked Gun as it stands. We definitely rewatched uh, Dead Grandma Lasagna over at Bobby Hacker's house. <laughs> Dead Grandma Lasagna. <laughs> and, like I, I mean, I get it. Like I like them both. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, I've been waiting in front of this bathroom for like five minutes. <laughs> Where are you? He's in some coffee shop. So and Matt is currently reenacting Naked uh-huh. Gun for you. What, what part of California are you in I, right now? I have to shit so bad, <laughs> you guys. And I, I don't want to say it too loud. I'm probably already saying it too loud. I don't think this is a skit. I can hear other people in the background. This is actually yeah. happening. We're going to listen to him poop. What? Oh, you're not going to listen to me, but there's no way. Oh, hold on. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Dead grandma lasagna. <laughs> so for many years there were there were no good spoofs. Oh, we're, li- we're just listening to them. Yeah. Okay. No, 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 no. All right, I just got it. So I, you guys just keep talking. Okay. Yeah, we'll do that. Okay. For many years there were no good spoofs. I'm sorry. Keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, yeah. we're talking. Oh, yeah, uh, we're so, talking. So, so, many, so for many years. Many years. There were. There no, no good spoofs. No good spoofs. Oh, my God. Dude, this is... Shit. There we go. 
For many years, there were no guitars. Oh yeah, yeah. So for many years, many there were there were like no, you know. Ah! I feel like I just did that really loud, and this is a public place. <laughs> 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 no, it's okay. I'm on a podcast. Don't mind me. <laughs> it's okay. I'm podcasting. <laughs> oh, shit. Someone's trying to get in. I'm in here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for... Call the cops on me or something. <laughs> this man was pooping weirdly. Talking Dude, to... I'm not even gonna... I'm gonna... I'm not gonna flush. <laughs> just as, as evidence that I did take a shit there's right. no law that says no. I, I can't no. podcast while I take a shit no right? court in the land so for uh, many years <laughs> there were no there were no good spoofs yeah Hey, keep going. Boy. Oh yeah, sorry. So for many years, there were no good spoofs. Play a song. Play a song. Play a song. I just want to listen. Oh, my. oh so my song? yeah, play your. I won't be able to hear it, man. I won't be able to hear the song. So for many. Years, <laughs> so for many years, there were no. Now, so I was gonna say that. Uh, I mean, there was a big. For there, many years. There was a big lag no, between good. There's good spoof. And then, and then, not another I teen movie no came food. out, and that shit was pretty brilliant. Like, I think that's the only thing that comes close to like a Naked Gun style movie in the modern era. And then Seltzer Friedberg came out and just ruined the entire genre for. I, I don't think like spoofs were ever good. I think like Naked Gun what? and and what Airplane was a spoof. I think Airplane. they were good despite being spoofs. I think spoof is the opposite. Of the easy, uh, the yeah. easy genre piece where it's like you got to work against that shit to not just like Britney Spears it up. Oh, remember Britney Spears from TV? Yeah, she's in here too, but it's a different person. It's not actually her. That's fucking hilarious. See, like Naked Gun does that, but in a funny way where he he thinks the he thinks the cameras are all for him. It's like, oh no, it's for Weird Al. Weird Al's on your plane. Yeah. Brilliant. That was pretty solid. But Spruce might benefit from like being watched later because then you miss out on all that shit and it's just like dead fucking right. Yeah, the part that the the parts of Naked Gun that are classic humor are the ones that that still hit. Yeah. All right. Well, we got an email, which I think You're is. I'm gonna play a song. I thought, I, I thought we had to get Laramie on. We're not gonna do them both at the same time, are we? Laramie, he's got he's got ten minutes before Laramie. Okay. Gun. Here's right. here's Matt's sweet ass bumper for royalty free jams. Yes. Matt, love... sh- Matt, shut up. Shut shut your I mouth. I haven't said anything. Shut I... your mouth. And you're, and you're if bad. I'm playing the I bumper, that means he has to do a royalty yeah, freestyle. Yeah, he said now. he was going to freestyle and he was going to do ragtime or something like ragtime or just Whatever something. You do you want to do that? Do what? A, a song? Yeah. It's like a gramophone. <laughs> okay. Well, here's your bumper. Quiet down. This is where Matt sings uh, improvised royalty free music. Yo, yo, what's up? This is Matt from L.A. Zelle, Matt, hashtag squib. Squib! I'm not a fucking dancing monkey. I'll do it, though. <laughs> Batman, Zelle, Matt, flat, flat. Zelle, Matt, up in that ass with that gap. Zelle, Matt, pop, 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 pop. That pussy got a new definition. Squib! That was terribly good. 
<laughs> Thanks to Aaron for that bumper. That was pretty amazing. That was great. I feel like every bumper we've got has been, like there hasn't been a bad one. We I, we I must can't appeal wait to hear it. Shut up, man. <laughs> we must appeal to audio engineers or something because <laughs> they do good jobs. Which is weird because our audio sounds like ass. We I mean we have people call on their cell phones while they're pooping. We're on our third generation of broadcast mics and they still sound bad. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna pro- I'm gonna try and switch to lav mics at some point. Lavatory is what it's Lavatory microphones. We're all going to poop while yes, we podcast. That is correct. On board my butt. Matt? What's up, Dan? Do you want to hear the song request? Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, so, okay. Dear Frogcast, thanks everyone for 300 episodes. I write documentation for a giant corporation in Seattle. But things haven't always been so easy. I listen to you guys through several low-paying jobs, getting married, buying a house, and raising a puppy. Hashtag obligatory. I've always enjoyed the conversation, even past the points when you get sloshed and declare that everyone has stopped listening. You don't get sloshed as much anymore, but that's life. I understand. Currently, I'm recovering from a broken jaw that I got pitching softball in a pickup game on a small field. Surely one of the most dangerous casual sports to play on a Sunday. I think I got my hand up, but I was also turning away, so the ball missed my glove and hit me on my neck, breaking my jaw into three pieces and knocking out two molars. Holy shit. My mouth is wired. Not so soft, is it? Yeah. I will say, before I I continue with this email, I was playing right field in softball for a whole season, and they're like, and then we got to like the fuck around inning. He's like, hey, you want to pitch? And I was like, not really. And I pitch, and like the first one, he hits a liner straight at my nuts. And I turn just in time to where it hits me like right on the thigh. And I have, and I had just like a purple like softball outline on my thigh. So I understand how, da- how dangerous slow pitch softball can be for the pitcher. Uh, back to the email. Yeah. My mouth is wired shut for the next month or so while I enjoy a diet of Campbell's soup, Soylent, and Roxycodone and wait for the bone graft and titanium plate to fuse with my body. Cyborg! Hot damn. I'd like to cash in on my Patreon pledge and request Matt sing a song about hospitals. Also, it would be cool if you could put your archives up on SoundCloud. Thanks. Mike W. Yeah. We should put shit on SoundCloud. I don't know what happened there. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. All right, yeah. so uh, this is a song for Mike W. Yeah, about uh, about his hospital stay and his broken jaw. Yeah. All you, right. You need now, a beat? The, pro- the problem is I, we can't do royalty-free songs. It's me actually hearing the music because I'm over the phone. Yeah. So I'll just freestyle. <laughs> <laughs> Just pretend, yeah, you gotta freestyle, you gotta pretend there's music. Hey there, baby, hey there, Does it sound all timey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Pull out all these colors into here. Old timey hospital tie kind of year. It's not as easy to do without music, I realize. <laughs> uh, yeah. Just go ahead. Just go I ahead. broke my jaw. I broke my jaw. Playing soft. Fucking ball. It's not so soft when it's thrown so fast. It's not so soft why they throw it so fast. I'm gonna get a titanium jaw, bruh. 
I got another one. <laughs> hey, oh. Okay. Hospital. I'm all alone in the hospital. <laughs> Where's all my friends and family? <laughs> I wish I could kill myself, <laughs> but I have to feed my family. <laughs> So I gotta work real hard. I gotta get real smart. I gotta get my jaw healed. So one day I can go back to my job. Talk is on deck. <laughs> that's that song's called uh my second subject. <laughs> okay. All right. So uh, I got another one. I got another one. <laughs> oh, uh, well, maybe I should do like, I should do rap or something for you, him. Yeah, something I, that I they can add a beat over I feel later. Like, I, feel like, I feel like you're, uh, you are good at freestyling and you should do that. All right. Yo, yo, check it. Uh, uh, uh. Okay. I got this. Yo, his name, Mike W. That's his name. Getting a jaw broken is his game. He went, to play softball with his friends and it didn't turn out so great in the end he got a softball right in the jaw it hurt him so bad i watched him fall and then he went to the hospital and now he's drinking from a straw for the rest of the life of living that he has. He's never gonna live again. And never gonna be able to talk to his friends. That's beautiful. That's that is, beautiful, that's man. Good. I like that. You know, it started out as rap, but then somehow I found a melody. Yeah. yeah. Picked it up. All right. Before before we let you go, because we got to get Laramie on, I did want to answer an email that's that... Bullshit reason. But go no, ahead. okay, it's not a bullshit reason. We I'm can get you both. I'm, I'm, don't, I'm don't even. Laramie. No, don't like, try it. You're gonna okay. pee all over nah, my nah, leg, nah, and then nah, I'm. Nah. Nah. Let Laramie have this line. All right, I'll, I gotta, I gotta go hang out. You, know, you can uh, help us answer this, this, this email before you go. Uh, all right, go ahead. Frotsman and hopefully Jane. Sup? Sorry, no Jane. Uh, between Vince's Suicide Squad <laughs> review and a new Blink One Eighty Two album, music from my high school years has been on my mind a lot. So I have two questions for the Frotcast. First, what bad music did you like in high school and still listen to? Mine is the aforementioned Blink-182. Yeah, they were a simple and immature, but fuck Travis Barker could drum. Second, what music did you hate slash never listen to in high school, but you enjoy now? Bye, Brandon. Uh, for me, it's the boy bands. They were scientifically made to catch, make catchy music. I never gave them a chance as a kid because I was into punk and pop punk. And to quote me, AIDS is catchy. It doesn't make it good. God, I was a twat. Fraud on, JD. All right. Um, so does it have to be high school or can it be when I first started listening to music? Which was when? Like when I first seriously, like, I mean, I guess in elementary school, I, I, I bought my first, uh, like, cassette tape and it was um the drifters the best of the drifters but i don't think that counts because it's at a time when i wasn't like self-conscious about my music choices yeah um it was middle school when i started having the you know the music that i listened to that everyone knows i listened to and then the music that i kept secret and is that what we're talking about 
I think it's guilty pleasure music. I mean, anything like what bad music did you like in high school that you still listen to? That's pretty straightforward. Oh, oh, oh okay. Um, I guess uh, it depends on what's. I mean, like what's bad? I don't know what's bad. Everything I like to listen to is good. Um, <laughs> I like the cranberries a lot. Yeah, yeah. cranberries rule. Yeah, cranberries are still really good. I so I fucking love that song. Linger, you mm. know. Yeah. Did you have to? Did, Did you, you have, have to? to? Did you have to, to let it linger? Linger. Oh, you know it's such a hill for you. You got me wrapped around your <laughs> finger. Nothing could go wrong, but I was wrong. Yeah, I love that song. Uh-huh. That's good. That's good. Um. Uh, I harambe, 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 Yeah, what, what else? What are you guys? What are your answers? I, like, I'm trying to think of music that I would be embarrassed. Like, I, I, there's not too many things that I listened to in high school that I'm embarrassed of now. Like, I think, um, I think I I sort of transitioned from from grunge to punk, but man, if I if I go back and listen to Pearl Jam versus, that's Ooh. still a fucking great album. Like that album, that it's album's good. really good. It's a good album. And I cannot. There's no amount of punk listening that could make me dislike that album because yeah. fuck, it's good. And what uh, about Bush? Remember the band? I never. Li- I, I hated ah, Bush in high school. I listened. I listened to, I listened to Bush last month. Really? Yeah. I remember my best friend Mike. Uh, he he was making fun of Bush in this girl Denise's car, and she got so I think she liked him, so she she ejected the CD and broke it in half and threw out the window. Brutal. <laughs> Damn, that's, that's my Bush memory. Up, Fucking dude, that's Gavin what people Rostow. do though with music choices; they make you feel bad. Like yeah. I remember, uh, like I I would never tell anyone that I that I listened to. Um, the cranberries in middle school because I wouldn't want anyone to think I was a bitch. Yeah. But the truth of it is, like, cranberries were way better than most of the music I was listening to at the time. Like, I did not like Blink-182, but I listened to them because it was the only, you know, it felt like the only thing I could do, you know, to, like, try to fit in. Um, oh, you know, I just really... Have I ever told a story about the first album, the second album, maybe second or third cassette I ever bought was my sister Celine Dion. <laughs> wow. Um, so I used to steal my sister Celine Dion tape um, and listen to it, and then she caught me, and she thought I was making fun of her. And uh, <laughs> and I, I felt like, and the only way that I could get out of it was to pretend like I was making fun of her. It, yeah. <laughs> uh, and so I was like, this is so stupid. She's like, get back! And I'm like, no. Uh, but then I went to like Sam Goody or whatever and I and I bought, I like saved money for it and I bought it. Yeah. Um, it was that like, that first one, the one that has like, um, there were moments of dumb and there were flashes of light. You got, you're not going to get help from me on Celine Dion. You know that song? Nope. Oh, it's all coming back to me now. That's what it's called. Okay. It's all come. Um, I was on the I was on the basketball team and I vividly remember this moment because I was one of like three white kids and one of them was Elijah who is like a super I think he only listened to like Christian music and uh-huh. and uh, and and every other kid like was into like rap and stuff I think 
this was like either during No Limit or right before like the Master P No Limit stage of rap. Everything before that yeah. was pretty awesome, and then No Limit was terrible. Yeah, except for Mr. Cal. Yeah. But um, Mr. Cal's pretty. Mr. Good. Cal's pretty rad. But yeah. uh, everything else kind of sucked. Like Master P is terrible, and uh, and I thought it was the worst shit I'd ever heard. And I was in the I was in the van, the basketball van, on the way to a game, and uh, Francisco was like, "Oh, dude, let me check, let me check out what you're listening to." And I was listening to green day and i think it was i want to say it was the nice no it was it was uh actually i take that back it was the the second album after not the second album but the one after dookie which i think is uh, oh insomniac yeah insomniac that's the one so i was listening to insomniac yeah. i can't remember which song it was but i played him like my favorite song on the album too. and he listened to it for a second and then he puts it and then like for like maybe 15 seconds and he takes it off and he's like man you're a faggot <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I've been fucked you up harder than being called a faggot because of the music you listen to. And not even like in a mean way. It was just like an observation. Like, yo, you're a faggot, dude. What's up? Like, like he, like he just realized it. Like, yeah. I did yeah. not know that you were a faggot. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, then I listened to your music. And in terms of music that I hated in high school, but I enjoy now, I think I've said this before, but I'm with you. Like a lot of the bubblegum stuff that I thought was like too poppy. Um, uh, like I, I remember when Semi Charmed Life came out. I think I was like a senior in high school or something like that. And uh-huh. I was like, oh, this is like the stupidest, lamest song I ever heard. And now I hear it, and I'm like, this is objectively a really good song. Like it's so, yeah. it's like bubble gummy, but to the, it's like the apex of when you can do a catchy song like that well, and that's just like a nonstop stream of nonsense lyrics. Mm-hmm. Like I love it. Same with. Like we brutally made fun of my friend's sister for for loving Hanson, but you listen to Mbop now, and you're like, all right, that's a good ass pop song. What are you gonna do, dude? Mbop is so dope. I really love that. That in the middle of it, there's like a um a breakdown with like someone crashing a crashing a record, like a it, fucking. There's a record like a scratch. Mix. Yeah, there's a breakdown in the <laughs> middle of this. Like, um, bop, wicka, 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 It's like crazy wops. And like, all I could think is like, that DJ is fire. <laughs> From like 98 to 2002, you could not have record scratching. I think yeah, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was a it dark was, time. There was yeah. a, like a top level mandate where it's if you didn't put the incubus, record scratch in. Ah, uh, Incubus. I, I, think yeah, it was incubus. I think it was a combination DJ. of Incubus, yeah. 311, and Sublime. And Sublime like oh, did it well. <laughs> And then yeah. and then Limp Biscuit came in and you're mm-hmm. like, ooh, this is what it sounds this like is, when it's terrible. This is heading south. Yeah. Uh, I will. I won't turn off Lincoln Park if it's on the radio. <laughs> yeah. And I, yeah, I don't. I'm not. I don't feel good about I, that. I like Lincoln Park, uh, uh, yeah. but it was because it was really good, like music for Counter Strike. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that sort of dingy dorm room up too late yeah. junk food kind of. So uh, mm-hmm. And then it's like as you're doing that, you're trying really hard to kill counter terrorism. Yeah, mm-hmm. people still will like to make fun of Sublime nowadays, and I'm like, nah, dude. It's really good. Sorry. Really? Do, <laughs> yeah. People make fun of Sublime. It Sublime, seems like Sublime is, is kind. Of, it's kind of like left alone. Like, like it's more like it, they don't make fun of Sublime. They make fun of like people who look like they really, really like right. Sublime. Yeah, yeah, and that's fair. Yeah, uh, I got. Yeah. I, I got the the lady pop star late in life, like the 30s plus. The uh, Taylor Swift and the Katy Perry's and the Lord. So I'm like, mm, yeah, give me some of that. Yeah. Mix yeah. it in there. I, still, I like the dancier stuff. I don't like the slow ballads, but I, I yeah, like, uh, that's why I hate Adele. Yeah, 
People talk shit on Katy Perry all the I like time. That, I like I'm the like, club bangers. I like that Roar song better than yeah. any, any stupid thing that Adele's ever done yeah. with, her, with her mopey. I had I wanna... a dream about Adele last night. What was it? And was it... Well, it, w- it was about, like, I was hanging out with some people, and... One of them was we Adele. All... I forget. No, I don't know if, any of them, if Adele was actually there, but I was like, oh, yeah, man, I love Adele. And then I started singing... Uh, that never mind. I'll find someone like you song like perfectly, and everyone was quiet as I sang it perfect. And I went, whoa! <laughs> I didn't know I could do that, and that's the whole dream. But I woke up feeling really confident that I could sing that well, but I can't. Yeah, no, you sing like an angel. Not like that, dude. No man, I'll find someone like you. So the question. The question that our emailer did not ask was, "What music did you listen to ex- in high school that you are embarrassed of?" Yeah, and, uh, and I'm, I think I'm embarrassed of the Lincoln I Park think thing. I had like at least three like swing. Oh, that you stopped sw- listening to. Yeah, yeah like that you're uh, no, that you buried uh, and then forgot. I think I had a. De- I definitely had a Cherry Pop and Daddy CD. Yeah. I might have had Big Bad Voodoo Daddy. Are you familiar? Of course you did. With the yeah. band Corn. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yes. So <laughs> they were a band. Go. Some things say fight. Some things say fight. Oh. Just... I should probably go, right? Yep. All right, guys. Uh, shout out to all my homies. Uh, fucking. Thanks for fucking with me. I want to thank God. <laughs> right. I'm just going to go. Squib. Uh, Squib. Squib. Squib, y'all. Peace. Bye. Bye. I feel like he's picking up some Joe. <laughs> you to be, do you feel that? Do you, I don't know. you feel like he's it getting a little be, Joe in there? Could be, I mean, we were just together last yeah. week. Last I like week. it. I like. I want those two to merge together and do like a just a super creepy Voltron. Of yeah. Two lions, just a butt <laughs> oh, and some balls. That, just oh, that one would just one be lion's like... the butt and one lion's the balls, and it's just like a. Uh, 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 waste a griffin of absurdism is yeah. what it would be. Yeah. Laramie, finally, Laramie has come back to the broadcast. That's right, I'm, dude. I'm sorry we kept you waiting. May 18th, the year of our Lord 2016. <laughs> uh huh. Laramie's last appearance. He sounds uh, vengeful. I don't want to make it awkward here, but I'm pretty sure I was bald. You were not bald. I was bald. Nah, that's false. I asked you a few times between there, and you were like, oh, no, I got something else tonight. I can't do it. That doesn't sound like me. Yeah, it it doesn't. Sound, I mean, it, it doesn't, doesn't sound, sound like, like him. That's why I was surprised. There me you know, loves the podcast. Because, like, <laughs> usually I just look out towards the bullpen, and I put two <laughs> fingers across my bicep, and then I know I know Laramie's coming out to, to, pitch, to pitch relief. Mm-hmm. To give you some quality innings. Got the That's arm right. of a lion. Laramie, are you still going to press screenings of films? Very rarely, but it does happen. Did you go this week? No. You didn't see Sewer, Suicide Squad? Oh, that's a sick burn, I've heard dude. it's not very good. I disagree. Are we gonna, oh, really? Are I'm we gonna, positive on the tomatometer. Are we going to watch this for tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, we're going to watch this tomorrow. Laramie, are you going to watch this for tomorrow? I'm part of the proud 33%. <laughs> this sounds controversial now. I think we're going to have a fight about it. There's going to be roughhousing. I understand why critics... Critics don't like things that are deliberately dumb. Uh-huh. I think this is... This is on the border, like it might be accidentally dumb, but I don't care. I like accidentally dumb better. Yeah, yeah. it's like, 
So the guy, I, I didn't realize that the guy who did this also was one of the writers on the Fast and the Furious. Nice. And, and it feels Sick like tight. It, it's it's so new metal. It oh. feels straight out of two thousand two. It's like, dude, Sick tight. I got these fucking issues in my head, and I'm not even articulate enough to explain them to you. But just check out my tats. <laughs> I don't listen to my mom or my dad. Yeah, fuck you, dad. <laughs> oh, and I kind of love that about it because like everything everything now is trying hard to be earnest and smart, which is great if you do it well but like that's one out of ten yeah don't talk hmm. about it i want to i want to do yeah. it i want to do that and i liked it i like it dumb whatever it feels like it's written by an angsty teen you're very counterculture though a little bit there's culture and over there's you that's right i'm on the other countering, side countering every move it has to make that's right it's throwing punches and i'm just parrying <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you you like stuff that's dumb on purpose. I think as like a political statement. I want to say. <laughs> I don't think. So. I think I. But I just genuinely enjoy. It's like Crystal Corner. Yeah. A certain level of earnest stupidity <laughs> mm-hmm. is just is magical. Yeah, and I like positively focused stupidity where exactly. they're just like, hey, let's do something dumb and fully buy into it, but put it in a really nice direction. You yeah. know, it's not mean spirited. Uh, you know I what it is. Like- it's it's that I really hate middle brow, yeah, faux profound. Boring is bullshit. worse than stupid. Yeah, like beigey intellectual NPR mm-hmm. bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> and there's a lot of good NPR bullshit, but like the stuff that tries to be the good stuff but yeah. isn't really smart, but just has like the trappings of smart. That yeah. stuff just makes me real angry. I feel like you might be the POW who still like shits in his own bunk, yeah, and guys yeah. are like, that really just hurts us, and you're like. Well, fuck them, right? <laughs> yeah, that's definitely me. And then there's poop everywhere. And you're like, they're like, well, you know what? You're a POW. If you want to keep this dirty, yeah, cool. We don't give a shit. Yeah. Good. You're I like your work. I'm like, no, nah, man. I'm fucking rebelling against these assholes. <laughs> fuck them. They're going to learn. Fuck them. We'll, we'll see what they think of me when I'm covered in shit. <laughs> Vince, they don't even come in here. They don't care about this. No, fuck, I- fuck them, Laramie. <laughs> they don't deserve <laughs> If they can't handle me at my shittiest, they don't deserve me at my cleanest. Just shouting Watchmen <laughs> quotes in your dingy apartment. And then who's laughing? Yeah, exactly. Me. Yeah. Uh, so you didn't see Suicide Squad. What was the last one that you did see? I saw that one about the people who need a wedding date. <laughs> wow, what's a weird choice for going to a movie? What do you think of that one? It was okay. Ugh. I mean, you're an idiot. <laughs> I like the uh, I like the lesbian overtones. Yeah, I mean, was there lesbian overtones? I think they were really overt tones. Yeah, I mean, other than the uh, Alice Wetterland, Alice Wetterland. What is she? Where do we know her from? Uh, she was on House on Adam Devine's House Party on the same episode as Joe King. Okay, all right. Joe King destroyed that audience. Sorry, Joe Sinclitico now. Joe Sinclitico, Sinclitico destroyed that audience. Did he get a part in uh, Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates? He I did don't, not. He did, okay. I'm going to guess no. Yeah, and as good as Joe is as a stand-up, he might be better as an actor. Yeah, because of the mustache. And he's an even better man and an even better husband. No, no. He's a oh. terrible man. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't, so, wouldn't trust him to wash my car. Uh-uh. What wish. have you guys been doing this summer? Camp or what? We're doing themes now. We're trying to add structure. Seriously? Yeah, we we we're, we're reaching out to the people. Uh huh. Do you want to play what's, along? Yeah. What's this theme? Broadcast is for the children. Uh huh. This theme is uh uh reboots, nostalgia, and growing out of things. Hmm. If you if you were rebooted, Laramie, who mm-hmm. would play you? Who's the who's the hot new Laramie in town? 
Mm -hmm. I'm gonna this say I'm gonna say Asa, Asa Butterfield. That's not oh, a real like person. That's work. bullshit. Like You're that making things up. Scheme. That's bullshit. It was between him and Cody Smith McPhee, but I think Cody Smith McPhee. That's not a thing either. That's is, not is older now. None of those are things. I want Jaden Smith still. I feel no. like there's something there. He could do a Laramie. I feel like he is a young Jared Leto. Mm. There's a modicum he's, of talent going on. He's there. already surpassed it. He's he's becoming something much greater. So was Leto in Suicide Squad was like good or what? <laughs> he almost drowned in his I beer. Almost, I almost spat, spat take on that one. No, no, he's not. <laughs> no, no, no. no. I, th I, I said the, his take is his take on Joker uh, reminds me of Stitches, the rapper. Mm. Which is but everything kind of reminds you of Stitches, the rapper. That's true. Um, I will say I, I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to poison Brett's opinion before we talk about it. Yeah, I have, I have a lot of strong opinions. Well, then I've, I only have one more question. It's just a yay or a nay. The Wolf of Wall Street girl's in it, right? Was she good? Dude. Will you hit that? She's so good. Yeah. All right. And not just like in a hotness way. Like she's a legitimately good actress. I thought in Wolf of Wall Street, or no, no, pardon me. What's the money ball for finance? What's that one called? Big uh, Short. Yeah. She was great in the Big Short. Ah. She was in the tub. Remember? I she didn't love paint? that part where she's doing yeah, her I thought that was weird. They had to explain it to us because we don't understand it. I was mixed. I, I mean, I liked the I liked the way that they just explained it to the camera, but uh, she's like was, finance. You don't know what it is, but it's like when you go to the doctor and give him money for your STD. I thought it was weird that she used her regular Australian accent because, like, she's clearly playing the public's perception yeah, of Margot Robbie yeah. and not the actual Margot Robbie. So, like, in keeping with that, I feel like she should have not used an Australian accent, but. She should have had to fake an American accent, much like the economy. Faked an yeah, okay, I got you. Uh -huh. I see what you're. I, I, see what I you're don't doing know. Now. I don't know where you're going with that. What else have I seen? I saw the. Uh, I saw something. Did you? I didn't see the Ghostbusters. Would you gender swap in a reboot? I'm. <laughs> I'm not sure. I would want to know a female Laramie. I think you're you're you I, exude so much masculinity that it's going to be hard to do a full 180 transition. The gender swap is like a machine for making you feel terrible because it's like they take a formula that is already stale. Uh -huh. Then they gender swap it and you don't like it because it's already a stale formula. You're like I don't But then you're a racist. I don't want to say I don't want to see that thing. And then people and then the troglodytes come in and they're like Fuck that, dude. Ladies, ladies can't be the fucking world's going to hell in a handbasket if we let ladies in the Fast and the Furious. And then wait, are people mad about Helen Mirren? No, because how dare they? Yeah, well, how, first of all, how, how, how dare, dare they? they? It, okay. I am upset it has taken this so long. So then you end up you have you're trying to you you feel like you have to defend I don't, I don't the care. worst idea you've ever heard. I, I don't want to defend that. <laughs> I know we don't. I, uh, it's the worst. I thought the. What's her first name? Dargis. What's her first name? I always get it wrong. Manola? Yeah. A very aggressive. Film critic. Very aggressive uh, quotes out of her. I don't know what this is. I, I haven't heard her. She's a New York Times critic. No? This is, this is very this is very obscure. What's going on yeah, here? Yeah, explain. Laramie. I don't know. I don't know what's going on in Dargis land. Well, it was on the TV, Brett. Okay. So I'm not totally here off the reservation. Okay. But what's going and on? They said, they're like, you need to go see Ghostbusters. This is a trailer from whoever the hell made Ghostbusters, right? Uh -huh. And then the quote was uh, from uh, Manola Dargis, and it said, 
it's 2016, Ghostbusters are back, girls are funny, deal with it. Yeah. I was like, I don't know. I wasn't arguing any of those points. Just planting a flag. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not a, I'm not your straw man. Well, let, like, me, let me break this down. Um, <laughs> the thing about about film criticism is mm. it's it's hard to break down it's hard to break down why something isn't funny or why something is is not compelling yeah but it's really easy to explain why it's it's offensive so yes, that is very and, approachable and, and, and it's it, and it's and, and you can do the same thing with suicide squad and you can you can go down the list of suicide squad reviews where it's like oh a Native American guy is the first bad guy killed ugh, again in 2016. Like it's really easy to what critique it. Do not spoil Suicide Squad for me. It's really easy to critique Let's it on the it grounds. Suicide Squad, though, for Brett. One question I have: Is there a perfect algorithm for not knocking faux outrage? Right? Like, would the Native American die a third time, but the white privilege guy dies first? Like, what is the proper etiquette now? I I, I don't think- know. I think you have to. I'm gonna patent that shit then. You you are going to you are gonna push it past racism by by what? How are you gonna? I'm confused as to your plan. You, Brett. You're gonna move. Oh, you're gonna. I read a headline that said that sausage party is so unwoke that it's woke, and I almost and I almost fucking passed out. That fucking guy. (laughs) That fucking guy and his dumb headlines. (laughs) Jesus. That's like the regular thing for him. I almost had a fuck. Like I got a nosebleed when I read that. (laughs) No. I guess that's Laramie. That's the answer. Is you make you make it so bad that it kills the reader, (laughs) and then they die, and they're not offended anymore because they're dead instead. Problem solved. Yeah, you weaponize clickbait, (laughs) and then you unleash it on the public. Oh, so sad. The thing about movie criticism. It's almost like it's not a real sport. Speaking of, I was. Uh, it is really disappointing to be really good at the worst thing in the world. <laughs> I, uh, that was well said, sir. Yeah, it's a fucking a, bummer. I had a very American moment about two weeks ago where, and I always claim that it's been a privilege to have white privilege, so don't. <laughs> Don't you, have to, you have to bring your voice a couple octaves up. You have to like, yeah. hey, you're fighting back tears. It's been grateful. I, it's been, I've been grateful. And I, I live with a sense of uh, grace and a, you know, an abundance, right? But I had a <laughs> Just strolling through the, the Whole Foods aisle, just picking up a nectarine and wiping eating, it on his eating shirt. Eating it and not getting shot. <laughs> I like to eat before I pay. This is, just, this is a little treat. This is a little treat for Laramie. Can't you? Is there no barcode on the pit? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, let me, I think why don't people, you run back there and check? The problem is that people take it for granted, right? Uh-huh. That's where through white, white privilege annoyance comes in. Like, you're enjoying your white privilege... But you're like, whatever, I deserve this. That's when people get annoyed. But if I'm like happy go lucky, devil daring do, hop in my step, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, and I'm yeah. enjoying it and I'm I'm appreciative yeah, of it. Yeah, you can lighten your loaf loafers with that way. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I can I can yeah. kick back, enjoy the oldies. No, so I had a bad moment though, in the middle of all this privilege, when I went to go watch the battle bots. Uh-huh. I hit play. <laughs> and instead the end of the freaking RNC convention was playing. And then the next week it happened with the DNC convention. Can we not even keep this 
in the correct schedule, people? Like, is this how you're going to run America? Battlebots Battle come out at ten because you keep talking. Battlebox is sacred time. All right, that is yeah. that is between a man and two robots fighting to the death. Do you know what the opposite of Battlebots is? Is people talking about politics? Yeah. Yeah. No saws. No flamethrowers. I'm just I'm just a bot standing in front of a bot asking, <laughs> please kill me. And you would think they would put I don't know what you call it. I guess a scroll. They should be like BattleBots will be shown at its normal time or like turn to channel 272 for BattleBots or nothing. There's no BattleBot like guidance. I'm just yeah. BattleBotless watching some idiot talk. Yeah. It's you frustrating. That's all I'm saying. It's frustrating. I don't expect you to know that pain, but I had it. You know who the real BattleBots are? Those clowns in Congress. No, you know, <laughs> you know what? I bet I bet if we... I bet if we fielded a team of bottle, battle bots from the troops, mm-hmm. they would be the best battle bots. Easily Actually, the best battle bots. I feel like this is a Brett question. Not a, I don't think Vince is technical enough. Oh, but I have an idea for a battle bot. Okay, lay it on me. I want to hear this. This is this is this is what I live for. <laughs> it's got four little wheels, like you would see in like a um, pallet. Okay, it's like a pallet. Okay. Basically. Okay. So they're they're swivel casters. It's precisely okay. yes. All right, I'm with you. So on top of where you would normally put your your pallet or your box or whatever, uh-huh. I have placed a like Tupperware container of water. <laughs> okay, uh, and I roll my bot out and I uh-huh. pour water over the other bot. They hate that. Do I win? <laughs> Do I win everything? I think so. I think you win like the first six rounds before <laughs> they before they learn vacuum bot. Uh huh. <laughs> and then they they bring a little umbrella along that they can deploy extra dry bot. Uh huh. And then, I saw one guy, he broke out a drone, which I'm like, this is it. This is the future of BattleBots. And the drone had no offensive capabilities. Aww. I guess this chair to harry his opponent. It did not work. <laughs> what's the what's the dominant battle botting strategy now? I mean, you're always like, do you want the flipper? Right? Yes. This is actually the same strategy for picking up a hooker. Um, do you want the spinner? Do you want the flipper? <laughs> do you want the, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. But it's like you got the saw, right? Then you got the protected saw. And then you got. What is uh, the protected saw? So you got your saw, but it's still so you can't get under the saw. It's got like a guard, right? Oh, yeah. Right now, it seems like you know what's going out of style is those like um, the ones where they put the 19th century train front on the front of them. You know, the scooper. Okay, the cattle Just guard. Lost efficacy in a lot of ways. Wow. Because things that write themselves now, Brett. Do um do they ever make one that kisses? <laughs> when that happens that's the end of the economy mm-hmm. so enjoy it i'm gonna get in there with that robot i'm gonna kiss that robot teach um, it to love i will have so much robot sex mm-hmm. you don't even know mm-hmm. you don't even know laramie you, you told me that you had a list list for us this week uh, you do <laughs> what i know i'm so proud of myself what's your list this week uh, it is political slogans i definitely trot out there okay okay <laughs> I think you guys are. Enjoy we don't it. have a sound to... bumper for Laramie's list. I wish. Oh we did. yeah, we should. Yeah, we got sound bumpers now. People are sending Sorry, stuff in. They're all really this show, dude. I, I... Segments. You like segments? We got a motherfucker. This is no longer what I joined for. I know Brendan hates it too. <laughs> Where... I'm really well, the only one who likes it because I get like that three. What is it like three seconds of Crystal Corner music, and that's really the yeah. only time I can. I, I really wish we had Laramie theme music because like our Ben theme music is pretty great. It's Ben. Are we gonna maybe it's some ben. some listener out there will make me some music? Yeah, that'd be great. How did Ben get music? Well, it's actually it's just the beginning of Bare Naked Ladies. It's Ben. What song? Uh, well, they only have they only have one song ever. Oh, it's been one week. Okay. It's Ben. 
Okay, fair enough. Uh, I would say Million Dollars is another song by them that people know, but that's fine. Mm-hmm. That's fine. I don't know that one. Uh, political slogans I definitely tried out there. See, now he while he was doing that, he found the soundboard, so now like you can't hear it, but it's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> well, that actually is how I feel about Vince all the time. So, <laughs> uh, You ready? Yeah. Yeah. This is no ordinary love. Okay. Okay. That's, right. your, that's right. your slogan that you would... Did you say it was one that you wouldn't use? He would. He would definitely try oh, you, that. You, oh. It, it would good. say Laramie and then whoever my Veep was, you know. I prop. think your Veep... I think your Veep would have to be Brad. Yeah, that's fine. Is he too tall to have as a Veep? Yeah, I don't like that part. We'd only, we'd only be in different places. You're right. I yeah. couldn't have him next to me. <laughs> but then underneath that, I would say, this is no ordinary love, right? <laughs> that's, that's Yeah. Okay. Uh, moving right along. The second one. Uh, make America. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Because this one actually works a lot of different ways. And I'm going to explore a couple of those right now. One would be like... <laughs> Make America, right? Like you're making it. Like you're the builder. Oh, you're yeah. the battle bot. Uh-huh. And the other one would be like, make America. I don't know what that. I have to work on that. I know there's a sound effect that just happened to me. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, don't like I don't like that one bit. You I got, can tell because you guys pause. You, you got, guys pause for the sound effects. That's how I know I'm. I'm not. I'm not stupid. I can hear them. You got wrong buzzers. Okay. Uh, number three. Let's round up these. Fucking animals. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's that's true. Uh, how are you going to get that, that pause in the text? Man's, man's best friend's worst enemy. Uh-huh. And it's up to you to decide who that is, right? So, uh, ooh, I've got some ideas. It's pretty clever because it appeals to every crowd. Mm-hmm. Except some for the animals. just have like raccoons out there and they're like, yeah, I'm with you. Get them in uh, here. The next one. Oh, real mature. <laughs> <laughs> and then I mean you could like again you're with an older crowd he's like oh real mature you know this guy's real mature uh, um, so we were thinking when I was at Lebowski Fest we were trying to come up with I actually had to stop using this question because it bummed people out because they didn't want to think about politics yeah <laughs> but I was like what Lebowski quotes would you use Ooh. for each respective campaign strong men cry too no I think I think Donald Trump's would be calmer than you are dude calmer you are dude I think Donald Trump's will be calmer than you are, dude. And oh, and yeah. Hillary's campaign slogan would be, nothing is fucked here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you could go so many different directions. What would the... Those are both Walter, but I mean, I'm sure you could pull some out of other people's quotes. Isn't Jill Stein a thing? Isn't that a person? <laughs> I think she's a chiropractor. I've heard of her name before. Actually, wouldn't Trump's be like, and this is when she was president of the nation. The nation. Right? <laughs> yeah. The first, first, lady? first lady of the nation. Yeah, not just California. Thanks. Suck your cock for a thousand dollars. I'm gonna go to ATM, be right back. Uh you can let's see, my writing gets a little schizophrenic, guys. Mm-hmm. You can throw an electric rubber ducky into a tub, but that doesn't make it a cool suicide. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. I mean that you definitely got it's creative long. with that one. It's it's a populist approach, so uh-huh. I'm not sure. We would go through a lot of bunting and banners printing that out. Uh-huh. Uh, Lex one is Kobe. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a good uh, slogan. First, they came for our big gulps, and I said nothing. Dot, dot, dot. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. okay. What are they coming for? 
There's not enough ellipses in politics as far as I'm concerned. Is that, are they coming for our guns and religion? What are they coming for next? That's for you, the viewer, to decide. That's oh. what's so great about these slogans. Because you're out there, you're a, a lib, and you're like, in the yeah. next that came for my NPR, right? I've, or you're out there, and you're uh, whatever we call the other party now, and you're like, they came for my guns. I've been called a libtard. I'm not afraid to say it. Okay. I haven't been called that, but that's fine. Um... Okay, the time to stop being prude is now, mm. and the Asian to cut it out with is me. The Asian, the Asian or the agent? Asian. Okay. It's more of a radio spot that one. Okay, okay. all right. Gonna yeah. have to walk me through that one. Yeah. Well, because yeah. we want more banging in our society, right? We want our society to yeah. banging. Yeah. yeah the, the, we the, we found out this week that the the millennials they aren't having enough of the sex. This is what I'm talking about. Joey, why isn't your generation having the sex? How come you don't fuck good? This is exactly what I'm talking about, guys. I'm glad you brought in... Yeah. Uh, We're just know. curious why your generation, yeah. like, they're not good at how, sex. How come you're not sexing enough? They should be banging. Wait, wait, so, we turn them up. Turn him up. I want to hear, I wanna hear he's why. A, he's up. He's up. All right. What's, what's going on? I feel like I'm we fucked. up the Asian not fucking? That's what I heard. I heard you guys aren't... You guys Laramie don't fuck. says the news says that you guys don't fuck. <laughs> what news source is this? TV? Just After BattleBots, probably? Uh, BigMillennialTits.com oh, oh. Who is that? <laughs> that's, Joey, that's Joey Avery. He's my roommate. Hey! Oh. What's up? I'm also the millennial correspondent. That's right. And I feel oh. like we fuck. Dude, I know, I know Joey fucks. I fuck. Consistently. <laughs> I've seen it. I've, I mean, I haven't seen it, but I, just, I feel like I have enough. Yeah, I feel like I have enough evidence to make that. Yeah, you that's right. definitely put that hot peen into somebody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sometimes even my own hand, but that counts. <laughs> yeah. Does what was the report here saying? Laramie uh, is running through his political slogans, and one of them involved <laughs> prudes. The time to stop being prude is now, and the Asian to cut it out with is me. Uh, so this, this, is, this is this is in the LA Times. This is this is in the LA Times. Opinion: Millennials are having less sex than any generation in sixty years. Here's why it matters. Why is that an opinion? That's a dumb yeah, thing to have an opinion about. I yeah, I'd like why that to be matter? a fact. I mean, I feel like people are getting very creative. They're using apps to mm-hmm. fuck each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I spent most of yesterday morning mulling over Tara Barampur's article in the Washington I Post. I hate this already. <laughs> I did like three words in and I hate this. No, you didn't do that. There isn't anything magical about it. Why millennials are avoiding sex. The crux of her argument relates to a new study in the Journal Archives of Sexual Behavior that finds younger millennials, i.e. those born in the 1990s, were more than twice as likely to be sexually inactive as in their early 20s as Gen Xers were. Compared with baby boomers, millennials look like nuns and priests. Bunch of fucking pussies. Yeah, sorry we grew up during your AIDS hysteria, assholes. Too busy getting fucked. I mean, hey, I'm sure there's different (laughs) uh, types of people. I'm sure Tara Barampur, who writes for the Washington Post, Mm -hmm. might not be fucking, but most of my friends spend most of their time (laughs) trying to fuck. Dick gauntlet thrown. If if they're not fucking, it's because they failed, not because they didn't want to succeed. The gloves are off the boobs. <laughs> she spends all her time mulling stuff. That's why Ooh, she's not getting paid. Yeah. You eat too much mulling and yeah. not enough hey, hey, What you doing, babe? I'm mulling this article I just read. <laughs> you can be mulling, but I'm fucking pulling, dog. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, <that's right. laughs> 
The proffered reasons for millennial abstinence, a culture of overwork and an obsession with career status, a fear of becoming emotionally involved and losing control, an online dating milieu that privileges physical appearance <laughs> above all, anxieties surrounding consent, and an uptick in the use of libido-busting antidepressants. Well, oh, okay. yes. Well, look, nobody's going to fuck as much as the boomers. They had no AIDS, and they thought the family was like something <laughs> yeah. that dad... Hey, things are working out for us is a great way to have sex, yeah. whereas uh, it's the end of the world. Oh, you just happen to have like more uh, just leisure time and, and capital yeah. than any other generation in history, and, and, and no diseases, and you just happen to fuck more? Good for you! None of these coal miners are fucking. They're all just down there dying. It's yeah. boring. Yeah. I hate it. That whole article was about people who work too hard, who are not physically attractive, and have depression. <laughs> have those people <laughs> ever been fucking? Oh, oh, oh. No. Target <laughs> audience, guys. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> true. Demo. Get your shit together, millennials. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm one. I'm 91, dog. Slogan. Yeah, what's your what's your slogan, Laramie? This is, it. This is the last one. Oh, right. shit. Right. Political slogans I definitely tried out there. Last one. I'm free. But I'm focused. I'm green, but I'm wise. Uh-huh. I'm hard, but I'm friendly, baby. <laughs> I'm scared, but I'm chicken. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I yeah. got one hand in my pocket and the other one's giving a hand job. <laughs> crystals, man. Oh, fellas. We got no crystals. No, she's she's the she's oh she's part of Alanis, the, yeah, yeah. yeah. Has She's any other person been named Alanis besides Alanis Morissette? No. I don't think so. Mm-mm. I say no. Yeah. Should I name my daughter Alanis? Yeah. Probably. Mm-hmm. Oh, you having a daughter? I mean, I mean, I hope so. So yeah. I can name her Alanis. Yeah. Well, there you go. That yeah. makes sense. Kind of Isn't that Alanis? Shut up, Laramie. Alanis? Yeah. Alanis? <laughs> Alanis? Yeah. Would you rather have a boy or a girl, Vince? Kobe, Kobe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say boy. Like boys are harder until about like 12. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are. Oh, sorry. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I feel like I would be able to impart more knowledge and 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 expertise to a boy. <laughs> that is probably true. <laughs> come here, come here, son. It's time to learn how to be a film critic. You're gonna hate <laughs> it. You're gonna hate it, but I'm gonna hate it too. Meanwhile, Vince is like, yeah. I mean, I bleed from places. <laughs> Son, son, I got two words for you. Squatty potty. Okay. He does. Vince has a squatty. I, mm-hmm. I took it for a spin the other day. Did you, how'd you like it? It was like exactly it? as you predicted. You were like, it's going to it's gonna be a little weird. It's going to come out really long and skinny. Yeah, and it makes your right. poop skinny, and it, and you and you, <laughs> you squeeze against, against a different part of your abdominal wall, so it yeah. feels odd. It's, it's a good like, core workout. I mean, different. I still bleed from the asshole, but who knows? Maybe it's worse. Is it better, though? I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, see, for me and for him, he's like trying to work on something. I just thought it was a different type of. It's a fun, yeah. It's a fun adventure. I mean, if you like your turds like longer and skinnier and more composed, trying to work on not bleeding from the ass, not having hemorrhoids and uh, and and fissures. Stop letting me before bed, (laughs) (laughs) please. You couldn't give me a fissure. You, you think you, you could, give me a fissure? Could you crack kidding? this earth? In, in college, they used to call me Derek Fissure. <laughs> please, please. Amy Fissure showed up at my house. 
butthole. I'm going to make you it. pay the fissure price. Oh, that's <laughs> all right. I'm back on board. I was, I was off, but now I'm back. Yeah, they call me go. the fissure king. Uh, yeah, <laughs> hang out yeah, in Central yeah, Park. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're good on that. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Well, you know what, Laramie? No. Uh, I don't. Do you have anything else to, to provide us before That's we it, go? Huh? I've been used up. You had part your little film critic knowledge into me, and now I'm done, huh? You know, we tr- we had to we had to let Matt Lieb try and figure. Like, he was searching for a song, you know, and he doesn't find it right away. And you gotta let him. You gotta let him flail around for it in the bathroom. Yeah, on the phone doing a podcast. Yeah, L.A. Matt Squib Squib Squib. Well, it's been a pleasure. Hopefully, it won't be another ten weeks till we uh, meet again. Laramie, you know what I like about you? You're always ready with the list and a smile. Oh, I bring it. You believe that? You really do. You are the best broadcast guest because you show up with content. Like you just feel you're like everybody else is walking around searching for content with blinders <laughs> on, and Laramie is just walking around. He's got content full sp- periphery vision spilling the, out of yeah. his pockets. He's got like a, a North Face vest, it's like with, a like a gazelle, like and a car like, and cargo pants, like a herd yeah. animal. Yeah, looking out for the wearing lion. Cargo that pants. is the cargo pants. Uh huh. The lion is also wearing cargo pants, but it's content, <laughs> right. and Laramie can see it and, and alert the herd. Exactly. The, he's like the, the Robocop of wildebeest. He's, he's the battle bot. Of the Serengeti wearing, of, con- of uh, content. Wearing, wearing, cargo, wearing pants. cargo pants. Yeah. <laughs> that are it's full been, of content. Yeah, that he can a, see. Yeah. It's been an absolute white privilege, guys. <laughs> <laughs> One so last much. bit of content uh, for yeah. you. Was, yeah, he, he set that up. We, were, we Dro- fell right into dude, his trap. Just drop the mic and leave after that. <laughs> he, he doesn't yeah. even have to pick it up because he's white. Happy Halloween. Yeah. Halloween. <laughs> bye bye. Tyler Perry. Taliban. Right. I was just doing Drake for a second there. Um, uh, thanks to Kara. I think your last name starts with an F. Uh, <laughs> and whoever Matt Lieb sang the song for, uh, frogcast at gmail.com. <laughs> 415-275-0030 is the Google voice number. Like I said last week, you can also just record a voice memo on your phone and you can email us that. And it's like you get to you get to edit your own voice message. It's pretty Who doesn't want to do that? Who doesn't want? Uh, just... Patreon.com slash Frockcast. Mm-hmm. Um, we might start doing ads. We're almost to the point where we got enough money to Get not do 2, ads. Well, yeah, we're close. We're close. Tell your friends. Uh, Joey Avery, Avery Comedy on Twitter. Yep, still still with that. At Laramie <laughs> on Twitter. Uh, Matt, uh, Matt Lieb is at Lieb123456789 <laughs> because he has the most obnoxious Twitter handle in the history of existence. Uh, check out that Stranger Things and, uh, you know, engage with our content. Get so fucking millennials. From our podcast to yours, millennials <laughs> should fuck more. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>